Satan only has one fear. He does not fear machine guns or atom bombs. He is a spirit. Satan and his fallen angels have only one fear. They fear the one who has defeated, spoiled, and conquered them for all eternity. And this great conqueror is none other than Jesus Christ the righteous, God's only begotten Son, the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. On the cross, when Jesus said, It is finished, John 19, verse 30, at this place all of Satan's legal challenges were completely defeated, and all power and authority was won by Jesus Christ. Speaking of Jesus Christ, Colossians two ten through 15 records the following, And ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power, in whom also ye are circumcised, with the circumcision made without hands, and putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God, who hath raised him from the dead. And you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross, and having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Revelation one thirteen through 18, And in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot, and girt about the paps with a golden girdle. His head and his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were as a flame of fire. And his feet like unto fine brass, as if they had burned in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. And he had in his right hand seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was as the sun shineth in his strength. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. And he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive for evermore, evermore. Amen, and have the keys of hell and of death. All power and all authority, even the keys to hell and death, are in his hands, and in the hands of his word walkers, the born again, who walk up and down in his name. The born again, those born a second time, this time of the Spirit of God, are called the body of Jesus Christ, and we share in his power and authority. Dear visitor, have you yet to be born again? Today, everything will change for you. Imagine, I have the power as a servant of Jesus Christ to reconcile you unto God in the very cross of the Christ of Calvary. In just a moment, I will invite you to follow me in a simple prompt that houses immeasurable eternal power. Today, if you follow from your heart, all of your sins and your shame will be washed away by Christ's cleansing blood. Today, in just moments, all of the devil's bondages in your life will be shattered. All today is your day of reconciliation. Here is the simple prompt I promised. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Matthew chapter six twenty-two and 23, The light of the body is the eye. 
If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? God said, 1 John chapter 1, verse 5, This then is the message which we have heard of him, and declare unto you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. God said, Psalms 119, verse 130, The entrance of thy words giveth light, it giveth understanding unto the simple. Man said, Who needs this Jesus? Prove it, I dare you, prove it. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 1081, that will for the 1081st time certify by highly credible third-party sources the supreme inerrancy and divine authorship of the majority text Holy Bible. All of these powerful features are archived here in text and streaming audio for the building up of the faith and as a Holy Ghost platform from which to convince the gainsayers. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. Thank you for visiting. May God grant you abundance of joy and a clear vision of your eternal purpose. It was Charles Darwin's prediction that as scientific discoveries, along with paleontology's search for the missing link, increased, God and his Bible would be proven irrelevant. It's about 160 years and over a billion fossils since Mr. Darwin's claim, and just the opposite is the case. I should mention that after one dies, the issue is truly settled. There are no unbelievers on the other side of this life. Even the devil is a true believer. James 2.19, Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. After death, those who reject Christ in this life wait in a place called hell for the great white throne judgment. Revelation 20.11-15 through 15. And I saw a great white throne. And him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, the small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged, every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire, this is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. There are no unbelievers in hell. When you see a strange grouping of words in the Bible, stop and meditate, for very often a revelation is afoot. The hidden manna Jesus speaks of in Revelation is hidden and will not yield to casual efforts. Numerous strange groupings deal with the marvels of light. This short series will open the door to gospel secrets that today's science confirms, confirms excuse me, though in most cases inadvertently. This short series will not only reveal magnificent confirmations, but it will also demonstrate practical applications we need to use. To the born again, those born of the Spirit of God, every sentence in God's Word is true and righteous altogether. 
We obey our Father's word, not because we know the proof of its truth at the time we decide to obey, but one day the proof will come knocking. The word was, of course, true before we had proof. In the book Believing is Seeing, Dr. Michael Gillen writes, the late Swiss-American logician Verena Hubert Dyson put it this way, There is more to truth than can be caught by proof. I prefer simply saying truth is bigger than proof. We will come back to Dr. Gillen's book a little later in this feature. Consider Christ's directives to us. To love our neighbors as ourselves, to even love our enemies, and to pray for those who despitefully use us. The truth and the benefits of this obedience are multitudinous, from the solving of deadly and bitter conflicts to winning eternal souls unto Christ, as well as lowering blood pressure, having fewer heart attacks, living a longer satisfied life, dying in peace, and being forgiven for our sins, to name a few. Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty-five and 26, And when ye stand praying, forgive, if ye have aught against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. But if ye do not forgive, neither will your Father which is in heaven forgive your trespasses. In the scientific community today, proof of the truth of these commandments now abounds. But these commandments were true all along, even before science began to uncover the reasons why. The following is a review of the God Said, Man Said feature light series, part one, a strange grouping of words. At one time, it would have been ludicrous to believe, as the Bible teaches, that there was light before the sun. God said, let there be light on the first day, but created the sun, moon, and stars on the fourth day. For millennia, saints have been ridiculed for their adamant stance on the book, but not anymore. The following excerpt is from feature one. The Bible records that God said, let there be light, and there was light. This is done on the first day. The sun, the moon, and the stars were not incre created until the fourth day. Following excerpt is from the God Said, Man Said feature, The Light of the World. Before God created the sun, which was not until the fourth day, there was light, and God called the light day. You might be surprised to know that scientific thought has now come to the conclusion that there was radiant light before the sun. Six thousand years before man fell upon such an idea, God's Word said it was so. In an article titled, The Origin of the Universe, published in American Scientist, written by Victor Weisskopf, the following statement was made. Indeed, the Judeo-Christian tradition describes the beginning of the world in a way that is surprisingly similar to the scientific model. Previously, it seemed scientifically unsound to have light created before the sun. The present scientific view does indeed assume the early universe to be filled with various kinds of radiation long before the sun was created, end of quote. Light before the sun, just as the Bible says. It was true and righteous altogether from the very beginning, long before science began to understand the reasons why. Science discovered that light can be captured theoretically in a can. Light was run through a prism-like mechanism in a type of circular motion. If the light refracted at equal wavelengths, it would maintain its original strength indefinitely. 
unequal wavelengths, however, dissipate immediately. God's Word is light, and we are directed not to add to or subtract from if we want glorious results. The born-again know this principle is sola scriptura, which in Latin, which is Latin for scriptures alone. Jesus Christ is the true light, and his name is the word of God. You cannot add to or subtract from the word, the light, and succeed. The word was the true light and righteous altogether from the very beginning. Watch again as science continues to confirm the word of God. The Bible teaches us that God is immortal that he is from everlasting to everlasting. The Bible also teaches us that God is light, 1 John 1, 5. Science has now come to the conclusion that light is immortal. They're knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door, but they can't come in. Access is only gained on one's knees and with ear bowed down. Several years ago, God said, man said, reported that scientists in the last couple of decades have concluded that all physical matter is a product of energy. The Earth's energy source is the sun, photons, light. 1 John 1.5 declares that God is light, and in Him is no darkness at all. God is the source of all light and therefore all energy. Scientists now theorize that in the next few decades, the energy that creates all matter will be discovered to itself, be created by knowledge and understanding. Note, energy, the source of all physical things, will be discovered to be a product of knowledge and understanding. All knowledge and understanding is formulated by words. Consider Proverbs 3.19. The Lord by wisdom hath founded the earth, by understanding hath he established the heavens. Proverbs 2.6. For the Lord giveth wisdom, and out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. God does not do magic. He literally creates all things with his words of knowledge and understanding. Keep in mind John 1, 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word of God is a person. All things are created by God with words. Psalms 33, verse 6 and 9. By the Word of the Lord were the heavens made and all the hosts of them by the breath of his mouth. For he spake, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. God creates all things by Christ Jesus, and Christ's name is the Word of God. Everything is made of the words of God, the earth and its universe and everything in it, even your DNA, which has a four-letter alphabet housing the instructions for life in words, sentences, paragraphs, and volumes. How literal, then! is Proverbs 18:21 Death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof Watch how these words of knowledge and understanding create and transform everything Psalms 119 verse 130 The entrance of thy words giveth light it giveth understanding unto the simple Note entrance of words giveth light Science recently discovered that words can be converted to light. Are you still looking for literal? End of quote. What does today's science know about how light interacts in your body at the cellular level? God is light, and light is laden with the information of life. The Bible says the eye is the light of the body. Keep an ear on those words. As the eye is exposed to info-laden light, 
the light passes through the retina and is picked up and processed by the eye's photoreceptors called rods and cones. It is then funneled through the optic nerve to the brain, where, guess what? The info-laden light is converted into words so that I can understand what the info-light actually said. The intent of the words is passed on to every cell in the body. The cells, then, are energized by the intent of the words, and their laser systems light up and communicate with the other cells in what scientists call the language of light. Excerpts follow from the God Said, Man Said feature, The Spark of Life, a strange grouping of words. Everything is made out of invisible words, and the source of all life is the photon, light. Students of the Bible understand that words and light are interchangeable. Psalms 119.130, the entrance of thy words giveth light, it giveth understanding unto the simple. Is this possible? From the God Said, Man Said feature, Harnessing Words, Light, and Health. Last week's feature demonstrated the supernatural veracity of Holy Rip that teaches the amazing interchangeability of words and light. Today's science confirms its accuracy. The Word of God, the skeptics claim, is irrelevant, once again proves its holy authorship and ageless superiority. The amazing interchangeability of words and light is a very serious focus in the Bible. They are one and the same. Amazing discoveries in the field of science are confirming the oneness, the interchangeability of light and words. New research that began in the 1990s and continues today has uncovered the astounding relationship between words, light, radiant information, frequencies, and DNA. This research was led by Dr. Joyder Gargajev. Consider the following information. The most astounding experiment performed by Gargajev's group is the reprogramming of the DNA codon sequences using modulated laser light. From their discovered grammatical syntax of the DNA language, they were able to modulate coherent laser light and even radio waves and add semantics, meaning, to the carrier ray. In this way, they were able to reprogram in vivo DNA in living organisms by using the correct resonant frequencies of DNA. The most impressive discovery made so far is that spoken language can be modulated to the carrier wave with the same reprogramming effect. Now, this is a baffling and stunning scientific discovery. Our own DNA can simply be reprogrammed by human speech, supposing that the words are modulated on the correct carrier frequencies. Whereas Western science uses complicated biochemical processes to cut and paste DNA triplets in the DNA molecule, Russian scientists use modulated laser light to do exactly the same thing. The Russians have proven to be very successful in repairing damaged DNA material in vivo. Laser light therapies based on Gargajev's findings are already applied in some European academic hospitals with success on various sorts of skin cancer. The cancer is cured without any remaining scars, end of quote. God then spoke all things into existence with knowledge-laden words. If this is true, then there should be evidence everywhere, and there is. How do thoughts, silent words, and spoken words turn into light in the body 
and produce physical results such as health or disease. The following excerpts are from Dr. Don Colbert's book, Deadly Emotions. We can sum up in one word the basic communication link between what we think in the brain and what we experience in the cells of the body, neuropeptides. Dr. Candace Pert, a noted stress researcher, demonstrated that a certain class of our immune cells, the monocytes, have tiny molecules on their surface called neuroreceptors that are a perfect fit for neuropeptides. All of the monocytes have these receptor sites. The brain produces the neuropeptides, which are a change of amino acids, and conducts them along the nerve cells throughout the body. They are like the keys that fit into the molecular locks of every cell of the body. Dr. Pert has called them bits of brain floating through the body. The brain talks to the immune cells all over the body, and in turn, the immune cells communicate back to the brain using these messengers called neuropeptides. If your brain interprets physical perceptions as anger, fear, or depression, every immune cell in your body knows the interpretation very quickly, end of quote. Matthew six twenty two and 23 again, The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness. God gives to his children the amazing ability to harness the power of his creation words and to convert them into light in every cell of the body and every one of nearly 100 trillion cells. New medical analytics are presently being perfected to measure light emissions from the human body via body scans. Very sophisticated scanning cameras have been developed to scan the body for light emissions, which are given off by all living creatures. When the scanning camera detects abnormally low light levels, it suggests sickness or disease. When the cells no longer emit light, they are dead. The interaction of words and light at the cellular level is truly staggering. Science now knows that perfectly modulated, coherent laser light can reprogram damaged cells, reprogramming damaged cells with the spoken language. Again, Proverbs 18.21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. From the God said, man said, feature language of light. Without light, no life could exist. Light is the life source, spiritually and physically. It travels at approximately 186,000 miles per second, delivering its goods to the earth. It brings life's energy, which all living creatures, including all plant life, tap into through a process known as photosynthesis. This process affects every single cell in the human body. The number of these cells is estimated to be between 65 and 100 trillion. When photosynthesis ends, death is the result. The following excerpt is from an interview conducted by investigative reporter Pan Klebs, published in April of 2005 by the health publication Crusader. She was interviewing Jerry Brunetti, who is the managing director of AgriDynamics. The question to Brunetti was, can you explain how the immune system works? Brunetti said, well, you have to have raw materials to feed the immune system, and you have to have components that modulate the immune system. Apparently, what's going on is that there's a communication breakdown among the cells. 
Cells communicate in an electromagnetic realm, or rather, they emit photons, which are light particles. Environmental toxins can block the frequencies that the cells communicate with. In other words, light is being emitted at a particular wavelength. Other cells are able to take that light as language and know how to do what they need to do. It's called photon repair. Scientists now know it exists. They don't understand how it works, but they know that's what happens at the DNA level. End of quote. A photon is radiant energy, a unit of light intensity. 65 to 100 trillion cells in your body communicate by emitting light, truly an eternal life light. Dr. Fritz Albert Popp, a physicist from Munich, Germany, specializes in the study of biophotons, which are made up of electromagnetic waves. His laboratory is the largest of its kind in the world. The author, Sanford Frunkmer, in his book, Test and Grow Healthy, comments concerning Popp's studies. Photons are packages of energy, and bio means life. So biophotons are packages of the energy that carry the information of life. Biophotons are made up of electromagnetic waves with a frequency range of 10 to the 14th power to 10 to the 16th power hertz, and they carry the information of life. All living things absorb photons of these frequencies. All living things also produce photons of this frequency. And when one cell of a living organism communicates with other cells, it does so by sending photons of this bioelectromagnetic frequency. Pop further found that when any living organism died, the biophotons carrying bioelectromagnetic energy of 10 to the 14th power to 10 to the 16th power hertz immediately and completely left the body. When that energy was gone, life ceased. He also found that photons were coherent radiation, meaning they radiated laser beams. They could thus work between all single systems of cells at the highest speed possible, the speed of light. What's more, they had a higher coherence or constituted a much more refined technical system than the lasers we can produce with our advanced technology. While industrial lasers emit only limited wavelengths, the biological system emits an infinite number of wavelengths, end of quote. It's interesting to note that earlier Brunetti said light is being emitted at a particular wavelength. Other cells are able to take that light as language and know how to do what they need to do. Imagine the trillions of the body cells communicate in the language of light. Remember, the God of light spoke us into existence with words, language, and all light carries language information, end of quotes. How about the strange grouping of words in 1 John 7 through 9? The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Lighting every man that cometh into the world? Science has begun to see this light. The January-February 2017 issue of Discover publishes the following under the heading Spark of Light. For potential parents struggling with fertility, bright eggs might be good eggs. Scientists at Northwestern University announced in April that they had recorded flashes of light from human eggs that may be an indicator of egg quality. 
fertility clinics can identify healthy human sperm based on their movement and structure, but evaluating eggs has always been much less straightforward. Now, thanks to these flashes, that task could get a lot easier. The sparks are associated with eggs expelling the mineral zinc after they're injected with sperm-like enzymes. Federal law prohibits researchers from fertilizing eggs with actual, actual sperm. The flashes, which appear as a halo around each egg, happen a few minutes after fertilization. Previous mouse experiments demonstrated that these flashes were more intense for higher-quality fertilized eggs. If these fertility fireworks are also indicative of egg quality in humans, a question the Northwestern team intends to investigate, doctors could non-invasively select the best eggs for in vitro fertilization, end of quote. The spark of life is Jesus Christ, the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Note, every man, even at conception, and those with more light, are always the best. Jesus Christ is life and life more abundantly. He is the light of the world, most literally. Could it be literal? Could Jesus and the holy word he gave to us have actually known something that modern science is just now stumbling over? The answer, of course, is a resounding, unquestionable, glorious, light-giving yes. God is light, and he fills all things, which includes the universe and even our mortal bodies, end of quote. Former ABC News Science editor Dr. Michael Gillen authored the book Believing is Seeing. His biography from the book reads, Michael Gillen, Ph.D., is a graduate of UCLA and Cornell University with degrees in physics, math, and astronomy. astronomy excuse me. The former science editor for ABC News, he taught physics at Harvard for eight years and is the host of the History Channel series, Where Did It Come From? and producer of the award-winning family movie, Little Red Wagon. He hosts the weekly podcast, Science Plus God with Dr. G, sponsored by K-Love and Air One Radio Networks. He is the president of Spectacular Science Productions and speaks to audiences worldwide. Excerpts from Believing is Seeing follow. Keep in mind that God is light, and you'll see the obvious similarities. Light said Einstein, is something never before imagined in the universe. It is both particle and wave. Not a mashup of half particle and half wave, but fully particle and fully wave. Einstein named this unimaginable chimera a light quantum. Today, it's commonly called a light photon or simply a photon. Einstein's solution was like claiming that a number could be even and odd, a color could be black and white, a statement could be true and false, yet there was no denying the evidence. Both Young's and Hertz's experiments were unimpeachable. Their results, though contradictory, had to be believed. Einstein's crazy idea ended up revamping the classical scientific worldview and producing quantum physics for that monumental achievement. The wire-haired genius was awarded the 1921 Nobel Prize in Physics, end of quote. The concept of quantum physics, which is somewhat a door of light into the spirit realm, is a result of Einstein's study of the singularity of light. Again from Dr. Gillen. 
Light does not obey the rules of ordinary matter. In grade school, you learn to create any and all colors of paint by mixing together just three primary ones, red, blue, and yellow. Blue and yellow produce green, blue and red produce purple, red and yellow produce orange, and so forth. What if you mix equal amounts of all three paint colors? You get black. What you didn't learn in grade school is that paint is made of colored particles of matter, but light, being a weird wave particle, behaves differently, very differently. For starters, the three primary colors of light are not red, blue, and yellow. They're red, green, and blue, RGB, from which the images on a color television and color computer screen are created. From RGB, you can create the entire rainbow. Also, if you mix equal amounts of the three primary colors of light, you don't get black, you get white. The exact opposite of mixing paints. Dr. Gillen also writes, Light has a sacred status in the universe. According to special relativity, light enjoys a divine-like status in the universe. Light alone can travel at 186,000 miles per second. Nothing else, not you, me, or any material object can ever reach that phenomenal speed, no matter how hard we might try, end of quote. And finally, from Believing is Seeing, in 1954, a year before he died, Einstein confessed to his old friend Michel Besso, the whole 50 years of conscious brooding have not brought me nearer to the answer to the question, what are light quanta? Nowadays, every scallywag believes he knows what they are, but he deceives himself, end of quote. Of course, the answer to Einstein's question is, God is light. Are you occasionally or chronically dealing with stress, depression, fear, confusion, hopelessness, or any other detrimental feeling? You can change it with words mixed with faith, words of light. And why not? Everything is made out of words, and that certainly includes our mortal bodies. God said, man said, calls it power speaking. There is a process for obtaining dominant victory. Following this verbal procedure yields results that are consistent, steadfast, and sure. Click on the above link to print this page. Keep it handy. Speaking these promises in rough situations or in a depressed moment will generate miraculous and instant results. Speak out loud. Follow me. I have repented of my sins and surrendered my life to my Lord Jesus Christ. 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. All my sin and shame have been forgiven by God and forgotten, all washed away by Christ's cleansing blood. 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. I am born again, John 3, 3, 1 Peter 1, 22, 23, 1 John 1, verse 7. I am a new creature, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. I am a child of God, 1 John chapter 5, verse 1. I am baptized with the Holy Ghost, Acts 2, 38 and 39. My steps are ordered by the Lord. Psalms 37:23 I can speak with new tongues Mark 16:17 The angel of the Lord encamps about me to protect me Psalms 34:7 I can cast out devils Mark 16:17 I am a king and a priest in Christ Jesus Revelation 1:6 I can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover Mark 16:18 I am a saint 1 Corinthians 1 verse 2 Romans 8:27 all things work together for my good. Romans eight twenty eight. 
No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Isaiah 54, 17. In everything give thanks. 1 Thessalonians 5, 18. I am able to go up and take the country. Numbers 13, verse 30. I can bind and loose on earth, and it shall be bound and loosed in heaven. Matthew 16, 19. I am more than a conqueror through Christ who loves me. Romans 8, 37. God always causes me to triumph in Christ. 2 Corinthians 2.14 Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. Psalms 34.19 By the stripes of Jesus I am healed. 1 Peter 2.24 I have power with God. John 14.13 and 14 I love everybody. Matthew 5.44 Today is the best day of my life. Romans 8.28 Proverbs 4.18 Tomorrow will be better. Romans 8.28, Proverbs 4.18. Nothing shall by any means hurt me. Luke 10, verse 19. Everything I put my hand to shall prosper. Psalms 1, verse 3. This is the day the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Psalms 118, verse 24. I sit in the secret place of the Most High God where all good things are magnified to the maximum. Psalms 91, verse 1. Hallelujah! Scientists are pursuing the mystery of light, but they should be advised that the least educated and least globally connected of all God's children, his word walkers, have always known the answer from the beginning. If science ever arrives at the truth... They will find the lowly and humble children of faith awaiting their arrival with their hallelujah banners unfurled. God's word was true and righteous altogether from the very beginning, long before science began to understand the reason why. It's true. Truth is so much bigger than proof. God said, Matthew six twenty-two and 23, The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? God said, 1 John chapter 1, verse 5, This then is the message which we have heard of him, and declare unto you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. God said, Psalms 119, verse 130, The entrance of thy words giveth light, it giveth understanding unto the simple. Man said, who needs this Jesus? Prove it. I dare you. Prove it. Now you have the record.